I'm breaking down and recording my first ever episode of my very own podcast, which is not named currently. Um, I've had so many people and friends and acquaintances and random people from dating apps that I've forced to listen to an episode of a podcast that I was on with one of my really good friends to be talks it was it was awesome to uh get a see a conversation that we had together like we have conversations like that all the time and to see it um edited together nicely and beautifully and awesomely like she does with all of her podcasts was just brilliant you know and it was great to be a part of and I really just hope I can create something even half of amazing as what she created there and I I just want to make people happy and, you know, kind of take them away from the real world for a minute and, uh, you know, make things exciting because I feel like right now there's so much heavy stuff going on that if for a moment people can just feel like they're hanging out with a friend and having a good time, then it kind of, you know, lessens the weight of everything right now um but yeah those are just some of my late night thoughts I first thought maybe I could talk about um online dating and how that's something that is kind of tricky but also right now especially like before the pandemic it was tricky for me because I would like match with people, I would talk to them, but then I would never actually want to meet up with them. And I don't know if it was just because I was scared. I mean, because you think about all the people that get like straight up murdered on the internet and you think about how when you're a kid and your parents tell you about like stranger danger and like the man with the white van kind of thing. And I feel like that really gets ingrained in your brain <laughs> to the point where every stranger on the internet is not who they say they are and they're a bad person and I think it's kind of an interesting concept how the things uh when you're young they really like stick with you and the things that trusted adults tell you like really shape some of the aspects of your life in the future and so to kind of roll that back to dating and like how these people really are strangers and how on a dating app you kind of are you know presenting yourself (laughs) in the best light possible and so I feel like especially with women they put like a huge like a huge amount of thought into their dating app profile (laughs) whereas I feel like and you know no shade no tea a lot of um, men don't put that same kind of effort into it. They just kind of take pictures from like four years ago, you know. They might be 22 now and they've got pictures from when they were 18 at prom. They've got their classic fish photo from that one time they went on a fishing trip with their uncle in 2018. Like, and it's interesting the whole fish picture and how it's became like this huge internet internet meme and joke (laughs) but I think a lot of the times it's just because guys don't really take a lot of pictures of themselves so they just see pictures like that and they're like oh yeah I'm like 
just you can see who I am in this picture like but also at the same time it kind of makes me wonder <laughs> why they think a picture of them holding a fish like encapsulates like what who they are but also at the same time I don't really think that guys think that much when they're making dating apps like I don't really think they overanalyze it the way that we do I think that they're very visual but I also think that a lot of the times they don't think as much as we do well I mean like as much as I do I think especially in the beginning I thought about dating app pictures in such like a concrete way where I wanted to pick pictures that I just felt like really accurately represented myself and maybe even like downplayed myself a little bit like I don't know I kind of wanted to pick pictures where I didn't look too amazing because I was like oh I don't feel like I'm very photogenic so if I pick pictures where I think I look really good then they're gonna meet me in person and they're not gonna think that I look as good and I get the sentiment of like being worried that people aren't gonna think you look good and I feel like picking pictures I, I didn't really ever pick pictures where I didn't look good, right? I just wanted to pick pictures that looked like me and were pictures of me doing things, which I enjoyed. But I feel like a lot of people put um, group photos on their dating apps. And I'm just going to kind of talk about why I don't like to put group photos on my dating apps. And I never have even like two-person photos or like a small group (laughs) well one because it just makes me feel like insecure that like they might think someone in the group is cuter than me because I feel like I always do that I feel like that's a common experience for every girl is like they'll see a group photo with a guy and then first of all most of them you can't even tell who is he like that'll be just a group of the most average looking white men and you're like who whose whose profile does this belong to and then sometimes you'll look at it and you'll be it won't be the guy you want like the guy you want it's not his profile and you're kind of like you know oof but then sometimes it is the guy I'm very rarely is it the guy you want I guess that's my kind of point on that one is and I don't want people to do that to me you know I don't want people to look at the picture of me and a friend and be like, oh, she's not the cute one. Or I know, and I feel like dating apps are pretty superficial in that sense. Is like you want to put on this, like, not even real, like, image of yourself, like the best version. And I think with group photos, I mean, it's like, hey, it shows, like, you have friends or whatever, but also it makes me, I feel like if I wanted to put group photos on there, I would have to ask the people that are in these photos with me if it's okay if I use those photos, and I also feel like that conversation would be kind of awkward. I mean, it might not be awkward, but I feel like it it could be, um, but I think, too, when guys put group photos I'm not really sure they actually even ask the people which is another thing about like dating profiles for guys specifically is I always think it's 
interesting or honestly kind of weird when they put like pictures of them with like little kids where you can see the kid's face. I mean, I feel like it would be weird if you couldn't see the kid's face, but then I kind of think it just puts in that whole like kind of like the little kids can't consent to that. And I don't want to be like that, but also, and I get the point of showing pictures of you with little kids, but what I don't, I mean, I get the point. I think the point is supposed to be like to show, I mean, especially if a guy is doing it, he's probably trying to show like a potential partner that he's good with kids, you know? And I feel like when you are a girl, it's cute to see a picture of a guy holding a baby. Like that can be the cutest and most attractive thing in the world, but also, I don't know. And then I feel like on the other side of it, if you're the girl, like, looking at a picture of a guy holding a baby, like, especially if you're someone who's younger, like, you're looking at the photo and you're being like, oh, my God, is that his kid? Like, and then there'll be the guys that'll have in their bio, they're like, oh, yeah, not my baby. And I'm like, thank you for clarifying that. But sometimes it's awkward when they have all these pictures showing their life. Then they have, like, one or two pictures of the baby and all they have in their bio is not my baby. Like, I get that that's important 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 and you want to get that across but also not putting like that it's your baby like not putting anything else about yourself but that it's your baby is kind of goofy and kind of weird you know I kind of think anyway I don't know but I just feel like dating apps feel so weird in general like you know thinking about how people used to meet like organically you know you could be in the grocery store and meet the love of your life I mean I I don't actually know anyone where they met in the grocery store like they both reached for the carton of eggs and it was love at first sight no I don't I can't really recall anywhere where that happened but it does make me think of when I I was I went to Walmart today and I just wanted to pick up a few things And I'm, you know, trying to find the items I'm looking for. I'm in the coffee aisle, you know, I'm trying to get these teapods that I just really love from my Keurig. (laughs) And this guy, he just looks at me and, you know, I have my mask on because, you know, COVID. And he's like, you have really pretty eyes. And so, you know, someone compliments you. The polite thing to do is be like, oh, thank you. And then all of a sudden he's like are you single? And I'm just not even like thinking. And in that moment, I'm like, yeah, because obviously that's the truth. I am like single. So I just answer the question without like thinking like, oh, he wants my number. Like, I'm just like, oh yeah. Like, yeah, I'm single. And (laughs) then he's of course like, oh, well, can I get your number? And I'm just like so awkward. And like, he's not really my type or, you know, I don't know, it just feels weird, especially in, like, a pandemic. And honestly, I'm, like, thinking about it, and now that I think about it, I don't even think he was wearing a mask. Or maybe he was, and I don't remember. But regardless, he asked me the question, like, are you single? And I'm like, oh, actually, I'm not looking for anything right now, and I just kind of awkwardly, like, you know, stand there for, like, a few more seconds, but then, like, walk away, because, I mean, what do you do after that? Like, 
But anyways, I can't even remember for the life of me if he was wearing a mask or not. Is that weird? I mean, I feel like it was Walmart, so he very well could have not been wearing a mask. But I feel like I feel like I was able to actually see this man's face. So, I mean, if he's not wearing a mask in a global pandemic at the grocery store and six feet apart, I mean, do I want him as a potential partner? Probably not. But I do... I do appreciate the courage of just asking a random stranger for their number in the grocery store. Just based off my eyes alone, really, truly, if you think about it, because my hair was down and, like, not brushed and not washed in a while, kind of greasy. So I feel like that wasn't what drew him in. I'm, like, in pajamas. So it really did have to be the eyes, you know. He probably just wanted to see what was under that mask, if you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, kind of to go back to dating and how dating apps have kind of really shaped the dating experience as a young person. But I think more than other people, I didn't really have the dating experience like when I was younger. Like, I feel like the dating apps were my first, like, real dating experience. And I feel like my experience in dating is still really limited compared to other people's. Um, but I feel like there's such a interesting dynamic that happens when dating apps are your first, like, experience with, um, dating. Like... I remember it was almost four years ago when I finally like broke down and um, downloaded Tinder. I'm not really sure actually if it was right after high school or if it was the summer after my first year of college. It's all a blur really. But you know, we always, I mean most of us, when we start the online dating process, like where do we go first? We think of Tinder, right? And I know Tinder has like a bad rap of like being a dating site I mean a hookup site specifically and yeah sure there's tons of people on there that just want to bone however some of the most interesting people I've met through tinder now am all of them am I still in contact with most of them no hardly any of them but I do think you get really interesting interactions on tinder I think you know Sure, it's superficial because it's the most um, visual app, really, because you don't have really anything to go off of versus just the pictures, you know? And I often, if someone doesn't have a bio at all, I'm like, wow, they didn't even take the effort to put a bio left. (laughs) But anyway, when I was talking about my first experiences with dating really being on dating apps... um, I wasn't really used to male attention really at all. So it was kind of a learning process for me. Um, I mean, I've always been picky. But even on like Tinder and stuff, I was picky on who I swiped right on. And I feel like that saved me a lot of trouble because when guys are, you know, kind of creepy and whatnot, I don't really, I don't know. I feel like I don't often come across really like creepy guys because I'm kind of more picky. But at the same time, you can be so picky and uh, 
sometimes let your guard down and, you know, end up with some really interesting ones on there. But, yeah, I never, for that, I never really experienced, like, romantic interaction with um, guys before really using Tinder. Like, when I was in school, I was always really shy and quiet, so... I don't know. I just feel like I kind of went unnoticed. I was kind of a wallflower in a sense. And, you know, that might just be my own perception of my past. But I feel like I always really identified with, you know, being a wallflower, per se, you know? Like, being the kind of girl that is there, but people don't really notice. And I feel like self-esteem really impacts that specifically and you know if you have like a lower self-esteem I feel like it's harder for you to believe that other people want to know you or that you're worth knowing and I think it's really sad that I felt that way for a long time and I really don't anymore for the most part but I feel like that is why it was so interesting when dating apps were really my first experience with that. Like, when people would message me and say things like, hey, gorgeous, or hey, cutie, I'm like, oh, what? People think I'm attractive? And then, and I know that sounds like, kind of conceited to be like, oh, I had no idea I was, I was anywhere near the standard of beauty for the male gaze like I know that sounds kind of weird but really I I feel like there was a point when my self-esteem was so low that I just did not ever think anyone that I had feelings for could reciprocate those feelings and I feel like there's still times where I'm not quite sure so yeah but dating apps I mean they're just I don't know. They're so weird. The ghosting. I mean, thinking about the word ghosting and thinking about how before dating apps were like a huge thing, how ghosting wasn't even like a thing. I mean, obviously. Like used in that way. But I don't know. I feel like I've ghosted a lot of people. (laughs) Just from being like, too nervous to keep the conversation going like sometimes when people don't really leave the conversation at a way where you can kind of like respond easily I hate feeling like someone isn't interested in what I'm saying or doesn't care about what I have to say so if I feel like someone's energy isn't matching mine I'll often just stop responding and Sure, you could say that's that's not necessarily fair, but I feel like if you haven't established a connection yet, then it's not it's, it's fair game to just not stop responding. As shitty as it may seem to just stop. I feel like especially when you're still within the dating app, it makes complete sense to me to just sometimes stop responding. And I and I really I really try not to do that, but also it's good to remember too 
that if someone just stops responding you to you while you're still in the app, that it's, I don't know, they weren't really worth it anyway. It's not that they weren't worth it and that they couldn't have been someone that you got along with, but more so that they weren't the person for you to get along with, you know, or for you to build a future with or, you know, hook up with if that's what you use Tinder for. I don't know. And I feel like sometimes some of the conversations on there are so dry. I don't I don't understand how you're supposed to get to know someone if all they're like all they ever say is, Hey, what's up? And you're just like, Oh and I feel like when I answered that question, I try to set it up in a way where I'm not just saying, Oh, I'm studying I'll be like, oh, I'm doing this for this class or whatever. And then, you know, kind of set up in a way where they can ask you a question about what you're doing or say, hey, I'm doing this kind of thing where they can like tell you what they're doing. And like maybe if they don't really respond to what you're doing, if they ask what you're doing, like they t- when they tell you what they're doing, you can kind of just be like, oh, like what's your major or kind of like ask a leading question like maybe if they're asking if they're talking about how they're doing their homework you'd be like oh really that like sounds interesting I mean if it sounds interesting to you you don't have to lie and pretend to be interested in everything that they're interested in but you know especially in the kind of like get to knowing phase of talking to people on dating apps I think it's good I mean I feel like always the main questions in the beginning they're like I don't know it's like the first day of school they're like what's your name what's your age well even though it's on there what's your name uh what's your grade aka like especially if you're a college kid what's your major oh and what do you like to do and I hate that question when people ask me like what do I like to do because yeah, there's things I like to do and then there's the things I always end up doing. And so you never wanna when people ask like what are your interests or hobbies, I I don't know. I feel like I never wanna be like, Oh, I spend every waking moment of my day on TikTok because the thought of doing anything I enjoy or anything productive is uh paralyzing to me. The thought of actually doing something productive or something I enjoy sounds like too much hard work for my (laughs) brain so and you don't you don't want to just word dump something crazy like that to someone when you're just trying to get to know them so obviously you just say your basic hobbies like for me I'm always like oh yeah I like to run I like to read and if I want to be like goofy which I mean I know this isn't like super goofy but like yeah I like to sleep you know, because sleeping is a hobby. I mean, as much as I've done it lately, it feels like a hobby to me. Um, but yeah, I hate when people ask me the question of like, what do you like to do? Because I get the point of that question and they're just trying to like gauge like who you are as a person. But I'm always worried that people are going to like not think that my interests are interesting enough as crazy as that sounds because 
The whole point if you're using dating apps for dating is to find someone who has similar interests as you. Well, enough similar interests as you that you have something in common that you could build a relationship off of. So why would you want to keep talking to someone who thinks you're interesting, you're, that your hobbies or things you're interested in are not interesting or that they're lame? Like, or that you, people that you don't really have that much in common with, why would you want to keep talking to them? I get the opposites attract, but it comes to a point where it's like, what's the point of talking to someone who has literally zero things in common with you? I'll tell you, <laughs> what's the point of that? Um, for most people, it's usually if they think the other person is really attractive. As shallow as that sounds, that's usually why people who have nothing in common end up like talking to each other for a bit of time and I think that's the weird thing about attraction in general is it's very at least in the beginning very based on physical appearance and we all have things that we look for boxes we're trying to check off for people and I think that's part of the danger of dating apps is you're just looking for people with these specific things and photos that make them look a certain way that we're not stopping to realize that our dating profiles usually aren't an accurate representation of who we are on more than just like a surface level so who's to say that there's people that you would probably really get along with in real life that you are swiping left on because they don't have the perfect photos and their eyes aren't like shining just right or their hair looks weird in a photo or maybe they're squinting weird and I think for women especially and maybe this is just a me thing I look and analyze people's photos so hard and for what because 90% of the time guys are so bad at taking pictures of themselves that's why they use like super old pictures is because they don't they don't take pictures of themselves and usually if they do take pictures of of themselves they probably are like conceited or like a douchebag but you know not to generalize too much but I don't know and I don't really have the male perspective on that one do they really look at our pictures that much I don't think they do especially in the beginning, I think a lot of guys just swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe to see how many matches they can get. And I think maybe if you match, they might go back and read your bio and look at your things and decide if they want to message you or not. But I don't think initially when they're swiping, 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 I don't think they're looking, looking, looking. I think they're swiping on whatever. Because I guess apparently, especially on Tinder, it's harder for guys to get matches. I don't know if that's true or not. I think it might be. But I think because it might be harder for them to get matches, they're just swiping, 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 seeing what they can get. And then, you know, going from there. I always am surprised, though, when guys message me and they reference my bio. And I think that's a really good way to start a conversation. Because in my bio, I have like this dumb little bit about... (laughs) how I like shouldn't have had 
this app downloaded anymore. Like I told myself not to come back to here, but like tell me something interesting. And then I said like, if you have a cat or a dog, I probably automatically swiped right. And when I put that in my bio, I never thought that people would see that and be like, hey, I should mention that. And I think that really throws guys off when I when they don't have a cat or a dog. And they're like, I don't have X, Y, and Z in my pic- profile. So why did you swipe on me? And they just like have to know. And it's kind of interesting because sometimes they'll actually respond and it'll, you'll have like an interesting conversation with that. And But sometimes the conversation kind of goes nowhere. I mean, I think they just wanted to know the answer and they were curious enough to want to know what about their profile attracted you but not interested enough in you to keep the conversation going. And I always think that's interesting. Um, but I do think that having something like that in your bio can really kind of you know sink sink the hook in and kind of draw people into want to learn more about your yeah you know at least be interested in seeing what you're about and I don't know that that's good advice but hey that's my two cents on your bio and how having something kind of interesting in it might make people want to message you So, you know, pretty good. Anyway, but kind of back to my first experience on dating apps. Yeah, it just, it's funny to think that it's like four years later and nothing really that meaningful has came from it yet. But I think it just kind of goes back to with dating and how, you know, you you have so many options right there in front of you on a platter and it's hard to just pick one I think when you feel like there's so many people out there it's hard to just be like oh this one you know so I think the idea of having options is actually what stops people from really really attempting to get to know other people so I don't know I feel like we have all these options in front of us, but at the end of the the day, I mean, these are just the idea of who that person is. It's like an outline of the best parts of them that they want you to see and that they want to attract. The kind of things that about them that they want to use to attract other people people and potential partners or hookups or whatever how they want to draw people in and so I think you know it's it's superficial for sure but I think we all put this idea of who this person could be in our head that especially with real relationships Or when you're just even in the talking stages, you're like, oh, this person isn't the idea of who I thought they were. And I feel like it's really easy to just go back out there and start swiping away mindlessly because this person isn't your dream person that you created. The the dream persona and personality that you created for them inside their head. And, And that's not really fair that we create like 
and cast and typecast people in our minds. But I think that's what makes online dating so tiring after a while is you feel like you're putting on a face and you're getting to know people and you're doing like the really boring part over and over again to either ghost or be ghosted or move to snapchat and then send a couple snaps to each other and never speak again you know and watch each other's stories till you die and then you see them move on with someone new and then you think did I even really like them in the first place or did I just like the idea of who I thought they were or the person I created in my head and I think that's insane to think about is how many times I've created these curated versions of people inside my head that just didn't exist. I mean, I don't think any of the guys I've ever talked to were as thoughtful and intelligent as I thought they were, or I wanted them to be. And that's not to say that I'm just like a super genius or something. I don't know. I just feel like I'm someone who thinks a lot, and I kind of forget that guys... I mean, most of the time, and this is just based on my assumptions of things I've witnessed and saw through the media is I don't feel like they think as detail oriented as we do about dating and those kind of things. Like I, I really don't, I mean, some of them might, but I really just think that, you know, a lot of girls are planning their wedding and their life out when they're like in elementary school and I don't think in elementary school boys are thinking about who they want to marry necessarily or what that kind of would look like or their their dream wedding. And I feel like even as adults, guys don't often dream about their wedding. And I feel like that's something that's just fundamentally different in, you know, heteronormative relationships. And that's really all I can speak on because that's all I've experienced or witnessed in my formative years but I just think maybe that's something I could talk about on the podcast is my personal experience with dating I mean I'm not sure it's the only thing I want to talk about on here but I think it's a good start I think talking about the experience of being a 20 something you know is an interesting topic and I think that it could be really great and if you listened to this like thank you so much for listening to my radical random um ramblings about what it is like to be on dating apps in your early 20s thank you so much for listening